bringing the girls and me stealing the one he wants. Yeah, I got a Tinder date hookup in Arkansas. We there to kill ducks, dude. And then next thing I know, Seth's gonna say, I just added her on Snapchat. Son of a bitch. What kind of, what do you think this is? He's acting like he was acting in Arkansas, like we had to care to him. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We are back. Uh, we have another podcast. Uh, this, this podcast, it might be short, but I can promise you it's going to be sweet. And if you knew the backstory to it all, my God, you'd laugh your ass off. But Clayton's first trip to Arkansas, it's actually his first waterfowl hunting trip with us, period. Um, we we planned it up one night, built a fire in my backyard, and we were just burning stuff. And we're like, you know what, let's go to Arkansas. So Seth gets his days straight. Get some time off. I get my day straight. Take some time off. Clayton jumps in the truck. Only one issue. I didn't have a boat at the time. Seth sold his boat, and Clayton's got 15 boats, but none of them for duck hunting. Well, we almost took we almost took that one boat, the little Duracraft, and we would have been... Yeah, but I believe we would have blew the bearings out of it, popped the tires, and Bit probably strange. dropped the motor off the back of it. It was, it was set up to pond fish. It was not set up to beat through the Biomeda. Anyways, we ended up not taking it. Got on Instagram, uh, talked to a guy. He had just wrecked his truck. He wanted to go to Arkansas. He had a bunch of buddies down there. They'd been on ducks nonstop. I'm like, well, let's freaking go, dude. My loss, your loss, we'll combine two opposites make a right. You know, two wrongs make a right. That's what I should say. But it was wrong for sure. We drive all the way, I don't know, northeast Tennessee or something like that. I don't even remember where it was. It was right outside of Memphis. Just about got a speeding ticket. Uh, Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. And rolled in, hooked up to this boy's boat. We pull off, and it starts sleeting. It was a 46-foot sport fisher. Um, No. (laughs) I'm sitting here looking at the picture, the long exposure that I took in the woods, and it is an absolute barge. It was 20-foot. It was 20-foot go devil. I think it was... 80 inches wide, barely fit down the boat trail, uh, had a Go Devil mud motor on the back of it. But hey, I didn't have a boat. This was our avenue. So we load up, never met this guy before. We're bumping fist. We're in the back of the truck rolling, getting to Memphis. The goal was take Clayton to Memphis. He's never been out of town, never been to Arkansas, never been to the Pyramid. Clayton wants to go to the Pyramid. So what we do, Clayton? We went to the Pyramid. For how long? 20 minutes. <laughs> I get to walking around, and he's like, hey, next thing I know, here, they come walking up to me and said, we got to go. Dude, I was already ticked. So, the word is that we got all these boys down there hunting of his buddies. Come to find out, there's no buddies. And uh, next thing you know, he's like, hey, we got to go hold the ramp until my buddies get there. And I'm like, well, it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And... It might have even been one o'clock. I don't even remember, but we no, hadn't been. Dog tired. We wasn't even in Bass Pro Shops no time. And anyways, we roll out, we throw everything down, leave the pyramid. Clayton's throwing a temper tantrum. We jumped in the truck and flew to the boat ramp. So here we are. It's three something o'clock in the afternoon. It is cold as piss, which is good. We're back down the ramp. Here we are holding this ramp for the boys that never showed up. Uh, I don't how long we stayed till ten o'clock or so. 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 
So I slipped in the floorboard of the truck. Yes, it was. Clayton was pissed. Seth was pissed. I was pissed. I have no problem sleeping the ramp, but that was not the story. If that was the story, we wouldn't have booked a $140 a night hotel room in Stuttgart, an hour and 40 minutes away. So we meet up with these boys from Alabama, Mississippi, all these different places, and they are cool as can be. They're diehard. They want to go get it just like us. So ended up jiving with them guys. They actually held the ramp for us, and we rolled on to Stuttgart. Um, it was pouring down rain. The boat was froze completely over. So he gets the bright idea of throwing ice melt in the bottom of the boat. So now there's ice melt all over the bottom of the boat. We uh, get to the hotel, got checked in, 11-something o'clock at night, and uh, got an hour and a half of sleep, jumped back up, loaded the truck up, went to the ramp. Rolled right back in with our buddies, got got ready to go. He's in the boat. I'm going to splash him. We're going to park, load up, and go, because we're definitely not hole running with this unit. Uh, we're hole plowing. But... Cold down to Mississippi. I ain't lying, dude. It was barging it. Uh, that thing needed it needed some containers on it. We could have shipped for Amazon, but we <laughs> next thing you know, we'd popped up in Charleston at the port. But uh, anyways, we we get the boat in the water and it's a one boat launch. Um, some some guys were squeezing too, but it was really it was one boat at a time. And here we are, about third in line, uh, and our buddies being one and two. We backed the boat, I backed the boat in the water, and, I mean, God darn, I don't know how long we was back there. I'm watching Seth and Clayton, you know, they're back there with him. I'm like, what's going on? People's hollering at me, cussing me out, telling me to get out of the way. Get out of here, you know, I'm out of state, so it looks bad already. And uh, the boy dropped the key. The key to the motor fell off his kill switch, how, I don't know, but into the water at the ramp. So here he is taking his shirt all the way up his arm, digging down in the water, trying to grab it, freezing already. Remember, he couldn't get his glove on? Yeah. And I had to drive it back. Oh, man, it was a wreck right out the gate. Yeah. So we get there, finally get launched. We get gone. We get to the hole. Everything's good. And uh, next thing you know, things just fell right into place. We shot ducks. Clayton got to watch ducks come in through the timber. I mean, we sat some good groups in there, high water, uh, we we managed well, and I think we were about the only people shooting that day, honestly. But ate good too. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, cooked right there. Uh, Jared was the one cooking that stuff up. Yeah. But anyways, we we packed everything up, got out to the ramp, and when we pulled the boat out, um, old boy texted me and said, uh, "Hey, we got to hold the ramp." I said, "What you mean, dude? Like we held it for almost eight hours yesterday, and uh." I'm all about pulling weight. So anyways, they their buddies wanted to go take a shower. Well, so we hold the ramp. We sat there for a good two or three more hours, and nobody ended up coming back. So we just said, screw it, we're gone. So we go back into town. I mean, I'm I'm hunting, but also Clayton, is it's his first time. So we're going to see Max. We're going to see R&T. We're going to see downtown. You know, the, the whole nine. So we go back, get showers, go get lunch, and it, well, it was like supper then. Anyways... Uh, get a phone call, says we need to go sleep the ramp. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't know any of these boys. Um, it, it, it's, a, it's a cluster. Uh, we're not going to sleep the ramp. We're going somewhere else in the morning. Load truck up that next morning. We go to a spot of mine that I, I had some pins on, and we were like second line. There was one truck in front of us. Get there, everything's fine and dandy. Hell, how long do we sit there in the dark? An hour. Yeah, every bit an hour. 
And then, okay, now it's getting close to 4 o'clock. Let's get the boat ready. So we firing the boat up. Everything's good. And where's the plug? Apparently, we had a cable tied to the plug that had it to the boat. That way, you never lose it. But we ended up finding the damn plug in the bottom of the decoy bag. Somebody popped in through it. I don't know if somebody snatched her. I don't know. There ain't no telling. But anyways, here we go. Morning number two, cluster number 47. Uh... So we can't get, I mean, we're looking for people's passing us. We, we were holding our spot. People's going past us because we don't have a plug. Can't flash the boat in, you know. Finally find it. We're backing down the ramp. He, he stops me. Hey. So come to find out, the boy that told us we couldn't hunt with them because we wasn't going to hold the ramp is now calling us to tell us to come hunt with them. I have my doubts. Anyways, pack the boat up. We leave, drive 35, 40 minutes to the other break in the woods, dump off on a ditch, tear off through the woods and and backtrack a little bit we had just told uh connor and all of them that we were not coming you know we talked to them that night on the phone we're not hunting with y'all boys we're we're gonna go off on our own y'all kill them blah blah blah. so next thing you know we come rolling into the spot where we're supposed to be hunting with this guy and the mississippi boys have got the hole so we roll i'm, I'm gonna skip clayton and I'm, I'm gonna come back to you we we run through the hole and we, when we come floating into the hole, we run into the Mississippi boys, and they're like, dude, what are y'all doing here? You told us you weren't hunting here. Like, what's going on? Are you trying to slough us? And, you know, so we had to do the whole explaining and everything, but ended up hunting with our boys again and uh, ended up having another good hunt. But I'm, I'm going to back up. So when we splashed the boat that morning, we cut in front of some people because uh, we, we knew some boys in line, and they were like, look, y'all go ahead, y'all go ahead. So we dumped, dumped in front of them. I backed the boat in. And another time, I mean, we're Seth in the water. How far were you in the water? Uh, chest, chest about deep. to go over your waders. Chest deep. For how long? I mean, how long did he sit on the freaking trailer? A good solid ten minutes. Everybody's five ten minutes. beeping the horn, walking up to my window, asking me if they need to back my boat in for me. You know, it ain't my boat. But come to find out, never took the straps off the boat. So you pulled the boat up. And next thing I know, I see the straps. Oh, I was smoking the tires, dude. It's like, um, you remember that? Clayton? <laughs> Clayton's over here standing with his hands in his pockets. Like, I don't know what is going on. I'm glad because I probably would have ran Clayton over because it was just I done lost my cool. I it don't. I'm, I'm short tempered, but I mean I had lost my cool. Um, smoke the tires coming up the ramp. I slam on the brakes. Truck slides on ice and everything. And get out and I'm cussing everybody for everything they're worth and and uh, seeing red. You know, just seeing red. It's 4.30 in the morning. All we want to do is shoot a dang duck. And the straps are still on the boat. He thinks the boat's stuck on it because it's iced over. He thinks the trailer is froze to the boat. Boat froze to the trailer. Either way you want to look at it. So we break the straps off. Back the boat in. Here we go. Going down the river. All right, Clayton. How are you sitting in that boat? I was sitting... Um... Straight up like you told me to. No, no, no. I told Clayton, I said, you better be paying attention, boy. We run in the woods. The water's high. There's going to be a lot of limbs, a lot of logs, a lot of, you know, just leaning over branches. Like I said, we've had a shitty morning already. Here we go. Number two, no sleep. Dude is beyond ticking me off. Anyway, I was at his mercy. You know, I was at his mercy trying to let him run the show. Whatever. We, We still had a good time. Clayton is now a little tick. You know, I'm running the Q-beam, and I'm running the uh, the maps as well. 
and Clayton has his. You were kind of sitting caddy cornered, but facing the front. But but facing the front, and had his head up, just head high over the rail. And next thing you know, we we turned the corner. And uh, tell him what happened, Bo. Tell him. We turned the first corner, hauling ass, <laughs> and we slammed into this tree. That's the beginning of that. Oh yeah, then dumped water all inside. Dumped water all inside the boat. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I remember that now. Blades pissed as hell. <laughs> then after that, we take off, hauling tail, going through the timber. All of a sudden. <laughs> I get knocked back in the boat. I stand up. Blake's wondering what the heck is going on. <laughs> so so I'm going to jump in. Here I am with the Q-beam trying to shine where we're going. And we were almost to the hole. And we were not the whole runner. So we had no reason to be flying. But I get it. You get no, you know, you, you want to go fast, whatnot. Anyways. Clayton stands up. And I'm like, get down! You know, I mean, we're running through the woods like, get down! You're blocking my light. I can't see. And I just beamed him with the light. And his freaking eye socket was bulging. His eye was about to pop out. He was blood covered on his face. I slapped, uh, what's his name, driving the boat. I slapped him. I was like, let her down, let her down, let her down. Seth rolls into full ER mode. Oh, God. So, Clayton's over here about to pass out. I'm like, um, okay. Well, first thing, let's calm him down before he does pass out and we actually have to go to the ER. He he was vibrating the bottom of the boat. He so was sitting there just tapping. Yeah, just, just tapping his hands were boat. shaking, So, which I would have been too. I mean, that's your eye. You know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? And I thought, it was then. I thought it was his eye. Like, I when I first seen him, I thought he had, like, a limb had caught and like jerked his eyeball out. I'm like, we're we're screwed. We're so far back in here. There's no way we're getting out. He's gonna lose his eye, and it's all my fault. And so Seth's over there holding him and caressing him and playing with his hair and making sure everything. Calm down, buddy. As we roll into the hole, now we fast forward to where we run into the Mississippi boys, and we got Clayton calmed down. He ain't you know shaking as bad anymore, and we got the bleeding kind of under control and. Soon as the headlights, the light bar of uh, Connor's boat hits us, Dawson's like, "Holy shit!" And I'm like, "Jesus, dude, what happened to him?" I'm like, "Shut up!" <laughs> but it was after that we get together, we get back in our same crew, we have a good hunt, and uh, me and Seth toted every bit of Clayton stuff around that morning. He he got popped. I, in the, I appreciate that. Y'all, y'all did a good job. With that. <laughs> he got popped in the eye and just totally lost lost every bit of his hands and arm work. You know, he, he just couldn't even hold his bag up anymore. But we uh, we took care of him, and uh, that was the running joke for the longest time of the boys back home. But that Clayton got in a fight in the duck hole uh, and, and won. We got the spot. But um, man, we had there's a list of crazy events. It was a two day hunt, and we. Damn near didn't survive. It was uh, what's that? What's that daggum movie where they they get drunk and pass out and they lose their buddy to Chinese guy? Oh my god! I can't hang- 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 hangover. 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 Yeah. This was the duck hangover. Jesus Christ! So then we 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 uh the la- the second. It was the first morning after the first morning hunt. We we got rolled in and we were holding the ramp. That, that time period before we went back to the hotel and uh, 
Dawson's trying to get out. You know, he had his waders and everything, and there was no traffic on this road. So we're all talking. Radios are playing. We're parked on the side of the road, ready to dump the boats in. And Dawson comes walking out between the trucks, and, and there's a car coming. So he, like, steps out into the road and, like, jumps back real quick. Well, the dude wasn't having it. Dude rolls in, and he slams the brakes. And I'm like, all right, boys, get ready. This is about to be a good one. He backs the car all the way back down the road, and <laughs> first word, you got a problem? And I'm like, here we go. You know, it's like 12 of us on the side of the road, duck hunters. Like, we're foolish enough to have sat here on the side of the road for 12 hours almost, and you're going to roll up on us and ask us if we got a problem. Buddy, we got 99 problems, and uh, you about to be one of them. And <laughs> so Dawson would just try to play it off, like, hey, I didn't mean to. You know, I just stepped out of my waders, and – Oh, man, it, it escalated quickly. But nothing happened, nothing happened. You know, he was, he was just trying to put his weight on, man. And, <laughs> but that that rolls through. We freaking, Clayton got slapped in the eye. All right, so so heck of a heck of a hunt. We had we had bad experiences. It was a cluster frig from hell. And then, you know, it's time to go home. We, we had an overall good trip, seen Max, spent some money in Max, seen the R&T shop, got to talk to our girl Carrie, Got some flying duck at the tap room, you know, and it was just all over a good experience, even though with all the bad. But I'm very time oriented. I am oh, never late. Yes. I'm never late. I'm always on time. And if I tell you I'm leaving at a certain time, I'm leaving at that time. So I don't drink, I don't party, you know, I don't go nothing crazy like that or whatever. But, uh, well, anyways, nothing too crazy. At least I'm responsible. So yeah, that's, true. <laughs> that's what it all what all matters. Oh, oh boy here had his own room and he's already had the Tinder date. You know they they rolled in. We try to go eat and he hooked up on Tinder with two chicks or something. Like that. I'm like, dude, we're duck hunting here. You know I don't even know you and you're bringing two chicks to dinner. Anyways, um, I think they might have been a nine added together, but we uh, <laughs> <laughs> we. We we roll roll in so that that last night we packed the truck up. I'm like, all right, boys, get your stuff packed up. That way, all we got to do is throw everything together, throw it in the truck. It's gonna be cold as piss. We already got. It's gonna be raining. Have your stuff ready. We're gonna get it and gone. Oh, Jesus, it makes me mad uh-huh. to even talk about this. So nobody, you know, we get all our stuff in trucks packed, and I'm texting him. He ain't responding. So I go knock on the door, and I'm like, yo. He's like, I'm getting up. I'm like, all right, buddy. We go downstairs, eat a little bit of Continental, getting ready to hit the road. Ain't heard from him. Ain't seen him. He ain't responding. So I go up to the top of the hotel and knock on his door, nothing. I bang on his door, nothing. I kick on his door, nothing. I say, all right, buddy. I go down to the hotel, front the front desk, and I say, hey, I need to get some, uh, some info on this room. Old buddy here ain't coming. You know, he's supposed to be leaving with us, and he ain't waking up. And he, he described our buddy. And said, oh, yeah, he was out until about, he was down here in the lobby till about 4 a.m., and he had uh, plenty of drinks. And I was like, great. So <laughs> I looked at Seth. I said, Seth, get a room key. I'm going up. And Clayton can vouch for me on the distance that I was kicking that door in. How it held on is beyond me. I was still trying to figure it out. Oh, yeah, that door was going in at least nine inches every time <laughs> he was kicking that thing. Well, I, I mean, I told, here we go again. Lost my cool beating this door down and finally he gets up and then then told me that I was lucky that I woke him up when I did. I'm like, bruh. So anyways, forgot his stuff. We had to we drove thirty minutes, had to turn around and drive thirty minutes back. He left his waders in the stairwell. 
pouring down rain. He just throws his waders in the back of the boat and says, screw it, I don't need them. I'm like, all right. So we jump in the truck. We're heading home. Old boy's passed out. Smelt like a daggum 40-pack. And drooling on Seth in the back seat. <laughs> I hope it was drool. One or two, but... Very uncomfortable <laughs> experience. Have only known this guy for three days, and here he is, passed out, drunk, all the way home. He slept in Seth's lap. But uh, we 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 cut ties and, and chalked that up as a loss, and <laughs> we are looking forward to this year's experience. It's, it's always experience. Anytime you hit them woods, it's an experience, but... I figured y'all would get a kick out of kick out of Clayton's first trip to Arkansas. What do you what do you think was the the high of the trip and the low? I mean, I know there was a ton of lows, but what what do you think was the most memorable part of it? I think the um, high of the trip was um, that first morning we hunted, um, seeing all the ducks coming in. That was the one of the best experiences I've probably ever had in my life. Dude, being in them big green trees and them ducks falling through them and just fluttering down right in front of your face. I mean, there's a bunch of good and there's a bunch of bad. But the, <laughs> the, I'm going to have to go with the first bad was me getting the shit knocked out of me. <laughs> truly. Oh, I guarantee you this year when I'm running that little rocket, Clayton is either going to be down in the floor or he's going to be paying attention to what's coming <laughs> and probably wearing a hard hat and goggles. But yes, uh, I'm looking forward to it. After the first of the year, got new jobs holding me down. Got an outage coming up. Seth's got to get a break from school, and Clayton's got a bunch of other stuff going on. So looking like the first of the year. Uh, if you see us out there, if y'all are out there, definitely holler at us, hunt with us. I don't care. Uh, maybe we'll have a podcast talk about y'all. But um, it was it was definitely a good time, and and I can't wait to. I can't wait to get back to it, honestly. Uh, I don't even care if we shoot a duck, dude, just to put the boat in. and Hopefully we get a crew down there. I'm trying to get some boys yeah. to ride down. We all just run the woods and hunt. And I tell you what, them Arkansas boys got it made. They don't know how lucky they are having woods. All we got is freaking lakes and houses. Marshes. Yeah, and no <laughs> and no ducks. Uh, well, that's that going to be a wrap on this one, dude. We kind of told the story of... Uh, Clayton's first Arkansas experience. Uh, I'll be surprised if he. I think he's wanting to go back. He's he's a little Damn timid. Damn right. <laughs> if he gets broke in any harder yeah. this upcoming year than he did last year, I think Lord. I think the title of this ought to be Stump Broke. Because <laughs> he, he definitely he definitely got the got the worst end of the deal. That's how it goes. You you win some, you lose some. We uh we're gonna get back to it. We got some uh. Got some cool things coming. Uh, definitely going to get my dad and my grandpa on here to tell some more war stories on how it happened and how it didn't happen and all the things that we've learned from it. But, man, that's it's, this is what it's going to be. It's going to be buddies. It's going to be hunts. It's going to be highs. It's going to be lows. And I uh, hope you enjoy them all. But that's going to be a wrap for this one. Until next time, this has uh, been another podcast with Spent Shells. Later.